Welcome to Positive Play It. I'm Josh. I'm Matt. And I'm Dan. Rafflecopter. <laughs> We've been talking for ages and didn't even do the intro. So, so this week we are talking about the lead single, Love Me. Ooh. Maybe I've done the intro for you. Straight in with the... We don't need we don't need the song, we'll just do it ourselves. That's it. That's Copyright strike that. I'm gonna start my own 975. Can you hear that? That's Adam Han and Ross McDonald shitting themselves. <laughs> we're a cappella. Not George, because we can't do the drums. No, we can't. Well, I can play a bit of drums, it's not very well. I'm sure we're gonna keep in time. It's my problem. <laughs> What's new? What's going on? Well, other than you've had a lovely day of coffee and cameras. I have, yeah. Two of my favourite things. And if you didn't already realise, yes, I do have glasses. Because that's the most <laughs> hipster thing ever, isn't it? Coffee and cameras. I wonder we could have, like, a hipster off, me and you. <sighs> I wonder who'd win. You're sort of different types of hipster, though, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, you've got the glasses, but I've got a fixie. Yeah. Shit, yeah. Yeah. And you're, you're, you've got long hair. Yeah. yeah. I've got long hair and I also get soy milk every time I get a latte. Now I'm thinking, what's the relationship between soy milk and soy sauce? Because you wouldn't want soy sauce in your your latte. That's a very good point. I've no idea. Yeah. (laughs) It's blunt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They must be made from the same thing and then just... No, I think they're different because I think it's soya milk. And soy sauce. Well, I'll be damned. <laughs> there you go. I think. Don't hold me to it. But... I'm doing it to our You. Yeah. <laughs> oh, spends two weeks at the gym and then can't, can't, can't <laughs> wait to take his top off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so old. How's the, how's the weight loss journey going? Um, so, yeah, after the podcast last week, I weighed myself and I've lost five pounds in that week. There's, a, there's another weigh-in tomorrow. And I'm expecting maybe less. I'm going to go for, say, two to three pounds tomorrow, I think, hopefully. Eight pounds in two weeks, though? Yeah, yeah. It's That'd like, be a lot. Be stacking up. That'd be a lot. That's half a stone. I feel great. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Energised. You've been gymming? Been gymming. Doing hip thrusters. You've done your deadlifts? Nice. Yeah, but it's probably more, I have to do Romanian deadlifts, which are a little bit different. Where you, so it's go, more about extending your back than you yeah, like. So yeah, so I don't yeah. go like all the way down really. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I feel it in my hamstrings and then that's where like it stops and I pull like And then up. you, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you clench your bottom at yeah. the top of the movement, yeah. <laughs> well, we don't need to talk about that. Do we? <laughs> <laughs> I shit myself this week. As part, I think as part of like my, not transition to veganism because I am still eating meat on some days well, but I'm eating, I can relate to that. I'm eating maybe Maybe ten times more veg than I usually would eat. Why? Wow. Because I don't eat much veg at all usually. Don't He's never so it's a, veg. It, so it's a huge, <laughs> it's a, a huge increase in antioxidants and yeah, just general veg. Do you know what though? Like everyone knows the five a day thing. It mm. is so hard to actually get you five a day. Yeah, that's the, it's just not feasible. <laughs> Bullshit. Five <laughs> a day is really difficult. Yeah, yeah. Like you can eat really healthy and still not get like a full five a day. If, Vegans, they're like, I only have three meals a day. Yeah. You should actually have more than five a day, but the guidelines have devastated that because they feel like, if I think it might be, I can't remember what it is, but let's just say whatever it is, it's 10. You know? Yeah. The guidelines go, people aren't even going to try. We need to yeah. reduce that. Targets need to be smart. 
specific, measurable, attainable. <laughs> well, I don't know what R stands for. Reasonable? No. Uh, Fuck it. Real time? I don't know. That would be R and the T. Relatable. Uh, and ti- no, time specific is one. Oh, because it's like you have to have achieved something by. Uh, what would the R stand for? Realistic, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, we won't have attainable and realistic. Redoable. <laughs> also, more. Fuck knows. But why are we talking about this? Because we're asking you about your weight loss no, journey that you brought up on. What I Oh, veg. Yeah, yeah. Oh, ten, veg. Ten's not attainable. No way. Five's hard. Yeah. Five is hard. It is. So hopefully I'll be sexy soon. Already there, Dan. Might get a YouTube channel. Vlog, get on the vlog. Yeah. You'd be good at vlogging. Cheers, mate. That's the sort of feedback I need in my life. (laughs) I could see you vlogging. Yeah, like if you edited out all the bits where you're a dickhead, the other bits are all I do, Dan. I do it every week when I do the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) People don't, people just think it's me and you. (laughs) (laughs) Who's that guy? (laughs) Right. I love Matthew, I love Matthew, but that junior guy. Yeah, what a bellend. <laughs> uh, I've been listening to McFly this week. Oh, what a into great my head. band! I know that's not what you've asked me. You've asked me what's new. I've been made redundant, but I've also been listening to McFly. <laughs> Why are you pretending to be sad about being made redundant? Well, obviously, I'm not jumping for joy because it means I've, there's a bit of uncertainty ahead. But I'm definitely not asked. Yeah. Ask him. Ask him how asked yeah. he is. Are you asked? Not asked at all. <laughs> In October, I was going to start looking for another job anyway, so yeah. they've now paid me to go and look for another job. So that's fine. Do you know what? If you get made redundant and you're not asked, that's a sign that you shouldn't be in that job. I yeah, know. yeah. Look at me, Alan Sugar. Yeah. It's my, it's my work-life advice, guys. Yeah. Surrounded by apprenti- apprenti? Apprentices? Apprentices. <laughs> Parentheses. Whilst new me, I had a happy birthday on Thursday. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I had a very oh, good day. Oh, yeah, we had it, yes. And the day before your birthday was... Uh... Birthday of Wagamama's and music video shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my birthday lasted three days. My mate bought me a five, guys, last night. Well, even my birthday. Nice Brilliant. one. Oh, I thought you were walking funny. Hey, <laughs> he's catching us up, Judy, already. Catching oh, us up? Oh, yeah, catching us up. Oh, yeah. don't say that. Do you You'll know be 30 what? next. I'm not 30 next. I'm 27, by the way. Do you want to know what is absolutely, like, rocks me? Like, a few days ago, like, I, was just, I couldn't stop You became aware of your own mortality, did you? Y- yeah, I couldn't stop thinking about it. Kurt Cobain was never older than I am now. That's mad, isn't it? Like, he's, like, a real adult from the past who had, like, one of the... Greatest musicians of all yeah. time. Never older than I am now. Yeah. In that Halsey song where she's writing about our Matt. She's oh, like, yeah. I hope you make it to the day you're 28 years old. Well, he showed her. Everyone dies at 27, don't they? Yeah. I am. Um, who else? Jade Goody. Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Jade Goody. Uh, yes, sorry, I should have left that as a first. Um, for Jim Morrison. Oh. Jim Morrison. Amy Winehouse. That's yeah. what I was looking for. Yeah. Well done, mate. Best not fuck up this year. Mm, yeah. Maybe, maybe if I do, this podcast will skyrocket. Yeah, you maybe. two will be dining out on my success. Yeah. One of you will start the Foo Fighters. Lost yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you yeah. You uh, the drummer from Nirvana looks just like the singer <laughs> from uh, Foo Fighters. That picture of young Dave Grohl and old Dave Grohl photoshopped together is so good. <laughs> so good. 
<laughs> I don't think I'll ever get bored of that joke. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I'm officially at the moment, as of recording, I'm 27 and two days, 27 years and two days old. I've got pins and needles in my foot. I woke up the other day. Good. With <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's dark. Oh. The, because I had pins and needles. That is a sign of age. Is that what getting towards thirties like? Guys do? Yeah, yeah. One of my most ever popular Facebook statuses before I left Zuckerberg was youth when you could sit cross-legged without getting pins and needles. Uh. Got, got <laughs> likes. But yeah, I can't do it. Ten minutes and I'm totally numb. Scott, what were the questions you put on Twitter, Matt? It was. What's the most overrated 1975 song? Yeah. Did you have one in mind when you posted it? Girls. Love me. No. No. Uh, no, I didn't. Um, you know, because they've all got their own charm, haven't they? Mm. Even Falling For You. <laughs> which I like more and more with each listen. I, I think it's great. I think Paul Fuse is great. Do we, do we, is medicine overrated? Because it's just not rated. I don't think medicine is rated. Medicine's very much a forgotten one, you know. Yeah. Um, desktop Twitter is still not working, so I can't load it. What do you mean? The website's just broke. It just doesn't work. For some, I couldn't put my, uh, p- couldn't put the Twitter advertising card on for this week, so I had to just post a link in a picture like some amateur. Might need to clear your cookies, lad. I might. You're right. What were some of the responses we got? Oh, Will, love me. Not even that. Not even that. I would. I reckon my answer to that is a frail state of mind, you know. Even though it's just called frail state of mind, so I got the name wrong, so that's already bad. Frail state of mind is all, it's all right. It's not. Yeah, frail state of mind. I should probably give that a listen at some point. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do, I, do, I do know that one. But yeah. I do know that one. <laughs> I remember nineteen ninety five podcast. No one of the singles of the last album. <laughs> Frail stay of mind. See, anyway, <laughs> proof. Uh, what you don't know is that there was a like for ten minute gap there. I, like, uh, I, <laughs> I think we might. We should leave it until the fourth album to decide whether you're actually joking or not. But you've not actually heard any of these songs. <laughs> I'm not too shy. <laughs> um, I would say Frail State of Mind, I think, is probably the most overrated. Most overrated 1975 song. Yeah. Well, this is it. I don't really get a feel for what's what's rated and what's not. Yeah, I see what you mean. That's the problem. Mm. I like America. I'm not that big on that one. Are you really not? No. Oh, I'm big on that one. I'm real big on yeah, that one. Yeah, I like it as well. Yeah, I, the thing with that, though, is it's an album track. So, as in, it wasn't a single release. So it's only rated amongst like proper, proper, fan, proper fans. Yeah, like you're not going to get your normies that don't know like normies, chocolate. Yeah, civilians. Like in that one, those those, those pop civilians. <laughs> I question them much. Most overrated though, maybe chocolate. Uh, yeah, Cause, just because it's so highly rated that it's probably. But that's it's, it's the difference between like made by the mainstream and rated by mm. you know fans. Because like, I've, like you see, no one, no fans really talk about chocolate loads. Yeah, like and that never comes top of any list. But I think if you, if you saw the BuzzFeed article for top ten nine seventy five songs, chocolate would be number one. Yeah, it's the all the small things. Where did we place chocolate? Fifth. We all placed yeah. it fifth. Oops. So we, yeah, I guess it is overrated then for us. I was ah, oh, do you know? Um, no, I was thinking of saying somebody else, but I don't think that would be fair. 
I don't think it's overrated. I think it's brilliant. I just think there is better songs on the album. And despite how good that song is, if you know what I mean. Surprising that that was, or maybe still is, the most played song. I, I think that's surprising so too. Yeah. So that yeah, that could be overrated in that way. I mean, even but that's crazy. Like, how good is that song? Yeah. So I have, and we still don't have a good name for this feature. Oh, I was saying that I haven't thought about it at all. <laughs> have we been listening to How Good This Week? Oh, I have been listening to this week. As we've already covered, I've been listening to McFly. I will make a, a mention for Room on the Third Floor. Great the song, song slash album. The song, not the album. Stargirl. Stargirl is so good. Transylvania. Amazing. Uh, and I also watched on YouTube uh, Tom's wedding speech. Oh, I love Tom. Which Tasha. is very good. He's a great guy. Yeah. I think Stargirl might be their, like, objectively best song. Agreed. Ooh. It's phenomenal. The songwriting, the chord changes are just amazing. Yeah. Did it, there's, um... And obviously, there we go. No, that's the one. Those are the ones I've been that's listening the one. to. They've got a song called Love on the Radio. Oh, yeah. But him and his missus did this, like, beautiful cover of it Tom and Giovanna, Giovanna. Yeah, yeah and it's like oh if you fall in love with someone and you watch that you're like oh yeah it's sick yeah Tom Fletcher's a great guy I used to watch the vlogs to be honest but they don't anymore started, well sorry I don't think they vlog anymore but none of them drink which also always makes me feel <laughs> terrible about myself yeah. it's a weird life for them though because they were like what they were 18 max when they first came out so came out I remember seeing, seeing them on Blue Peter I remember seeing them live yes yes we did I remember once at school I said that I preferred McFly to Oasis and people never let me forget it and I stand by it so <gasps> at Josh Willing without the veils on Twitter if there's uh, any kind of qualms with that don't at me but if you want to at me it's <laughs> <clears throat> well music is subjective no one can tell you you are wrong yeah, I like Oasis but if you, give me, if, if you said to me right you're going to listen to McFly or Oasis for the rest of your life. I'm choosing McFly. Oh, when I was in the gym, Love and Paul were on. Blaney? Yeah. Mean it? Yeah. Mac and they, they were on the screens song. in the gym, and I was like, look, everyone! <laughs> great song. Yeah, it was like... So yeah. good. Mainstream. What the... Oh, yeah, the Killers album came out yesterday, and that is fantastic. I, I Don't hold me to this, but I think it's produced by Mike Crossy. He has had a part of it, and he's he got some songwriting credits credits yeah. on some of the songs. Yeah, I did go on show credits on, the, <laughs> on that guy. He's a good lad, isn't he, I, Mike? That's fantastic. Um, I reckon best overall album since Day and Age, I would yeah. say. I think it's British well, isn't it, Mike Crossy? Possibly. Which I think, oh, I don't know, would it be? But because <coughs> of the industry he's in, it might not be that much of a big deal. But if I was him, I'd be like, fuck, you know... <laughs> I'm in, a, I'm in the studio with the killers because ah. they're massive aren't they even if oh, you, yeah. it's not music you particularly like they are a huge band so to say you know put that on your CV is uh, quite incredible I would imagine that his CV by this point is quite impressive yeah since yeah. he seems to have worked with every one of my favourite bands <laughs> yeah he probably he probably doesn't have a CV I feel like that was probably the same with footballers and managers football managers at the top level, where like Mourinho's not going to a, a job interview with his CV, is it? Yeah. Because they're going to be like, to be fair, Mr. Mourinho, we we know who you've worked for. That is an interesting point because they will have to have the like, 
There will be an interview process, won't there, for football managers? Yeah, I think it'll be like, what are your plans for the team? Where do you think we're weak? Like, yeah. yeah. Who would you bring in if you with this much money? That's Where from? It's insane yeah. that someone like Mourinho, for example, how well known he is. Yeah. Because like, you don't like football, you know who Mourinho is, don't you? Mourinho, Pep. Oh. No, Marlborough. Like, What's that Leeds manager called? Bielsa. They call him God, don't they? Yeah. They love him, yeah. Well, he's taking him up. Yeah, yeah, he's a good lad. Hey, speaking of Leeds... Future People, new home fire artist, he's released this song. He's a massive Leeds fan, that's why. Um, that's a brilliant song, so check that out. And then The Night Game released a new song yesterday. <laughs> uh, yes. I'll yeah. get my coat. <laughs> <laughs> Both for the best. And I've listened to, oh my God, so Joyce Manor. Do you know Joyce Manor? No. They're like a sort of like garage rock band from America, like they're really good. They put out an album in lockdown, and the first five songs literally sound like someone's got their iPhone out, press voice notes, record, and they've played a song. Oh, shit. Is that the band you play in the Yeah, day? yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, it's meant to be like that. It's not just horrendously oh, yeah. recorded. Yeah. And the latter half of the album is, like, properly produced songs. Right. But it's, I think it's just meant that they just put <laughs> that out. There you go, love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, the longest song on the album is 2 minutes 17. <laughs> Punk. Um, is it punk, though? Or is it a way to increase... Streaming royalties. So we've got this four-minute song. I bet we split it in two. Yes, good idea. Double the royalties. Because <laughs> if you've got an eight-minute song, only gets one play, that's one royalty, whereas that could be split into... But for an eight-minute song, it's less likely people listen to the end. Yeah, exactly. So I think we see attention economy, isn't it? It should be mm. length of listen time rather than starts. I don't know how Spotify pays people. I don't mm, think it does. Well. Right, let... Oh, have we got anything else to say? Uh, yeah, it's probably not that interesting, but I found... So, <laughs> hold on to your hats, people. Um, I found a playlist called James Hoffman Coffee Hour, uh, <laughs> which is great background music. Next, right, next week, we are going to start the episode with a hipster off between me and you. <laughs> so we'll think, think of all our credentials and oh, then God, the thing is that I'm not even proud of one of them but it's just we'll it's award just we'll award how like having glasses I think that for example I don't think that is as hipster has analogue photography like you do so they can't be awarded the same points yeah no no they can't because I need the glasses it's like having, you know, a prosthetic leg or, <laughs> or a hearing aid. To, to me, they're just, I need them. So, <laughs> I wear them. Um, so, what we'll do next week, we'll come out with our list of hipster credentials and Dan can be the adjudicator as to how many points each of them are going to be awarded. <laughs> and we'll see who is statistically the most hipster out of me and you. How many bikes do you want? Because that that deserves points. Well, we'll get to that next week. <laughs> right. Thank you to everyone for listening to the show. We are in second album territory now. So as you can see, I've been on Photoshop and I've been making all the new logos and stuff like that, and all the sound ca- the cards from the sound. That was fun making those. Yeah, so you can follow the podcast and see all our artwork. Uh, the 975 pod on Twitter and Instagram. Search and pause it, play it pod on Facebook. And if you want to get in touch with the show, you can email us at pauseitplayitpod at gmail.com. So this week we are talking about the first and lead single from I Like It When You Sleep, Love Me.
So let's start by saying, because I remember when I first heard this. In fact, I'll go first. I'll go first. Because I, so I would write. At this point, obviously the first time I come out, and I liked it. I really liked it, but I wasn't, let's say, as keen as I am now, for example, which I realise is a very certain level amount of keen if you de- dedicate hours of your life to doing this podcast. Um, I was we right. So at work we always used to get arguments about music of what we should be playing. So naturally I would sway more towards playlists of songs that were good. Other, pe- <laughs> other people would like, you know, pop radio and stuff like that. Um, so we always used to compromise with Absolute Radio, which is it's an okay radio station, yeah? Mm, there's worse. There is worse. Um, and when this came out, so this is what? October 2015, September 2015, something Stop like that. Stop pretending like you don't know exactly. I don't know exactly. No, I, I, don't d- I can tell you exactly. October 2015. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. I know that because I know in my life what was going on at that time. And I remember, I, honestly, I remember it coming out. You know when radio stations do like Song of the Week or like sort of Push a Song and they were playing this loads. And mm. when it started, I remember going, what the fuck is this? <laughs> And like, and they played it, and the guy was like, "They know that was 9:25," and I was like, "I don't know what to think about it." And then they played it more and more, and then I was like, "This may be the best thing I've ever heard." And then after that, obviously, more songs came out for the album, and then I was a hard stan. Yeah, but yeah, when when Love Me first came out, I literally I thought it was so odd, not odd. But it was so different, so I think a mm. lot. Not so different, but I think when you first hear it, bearing in mind you haven't got the context of what we know now, like yeah. three whole albums in the future, it was a little jarring almost. Like, yeah, and yeah. I didn't know what I to agree. think. But then after after a little bit of time, I was like, "This is incredible, this song," and I could not stop listening to it. Uh, yeah, I I felt disappointed first time I heard it because I didn't quite. No, well, maybe not disappointed, but I just didn't know what to make of it. Like you, yeah. you know that meme of Lenny of Simpsons fame, which kind of got. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was like. So that's not great radio, is it? Just did an impression of the. I'll uh, I'll it, post it on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Lenny of Simpsons fame in deep contemplation. Is that, a correct, is that the correct word? Yeah. It was pensive. Um, I just like mm, this isn't what I wanted or expected, but yeah, now I'm now I'm used to it, and I do really enjoy it. I think lyrically it's brilliant. That's the <clears> one. Oh yeah, we'll get onto that. But, yeah, I think jarring is the correct term. It was just a bit in your face and overtly pop. I felt... Danny R, Nani. <laughs> That's me. Um, I felt very similar, especially the, given the context of, like, the disappointment, the slap in the face that was Madison. So this, yeah. is, this is the next release. First, did you listen to it on... Um, like, were you hyped up enough to listen to Annie Mac drop it on Hottish Record? No. I no. honestly, I literally, I was on shift one day and it came on. Yeah. So and I I remember it. It was a daytime. Literally. I can't believe how vividly I remember, like, listening to this song. But, yeah, it was literally just someone saying, like, right, okay, here's the song. It was the 8th of October, 2015, Annie dropped it. Right. And um, I remember it well. I've not just Googled that. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, you were just like, oh, it's still not... 
sex, it's still not girls. Like, and medicine definitely wasn't, and this still isn't it. Mm. And that was like all the context. And you're like, come on, what's it going to be like? Let's see, now we know. We know now that the weird one's always first. Oh, yeah. Like, and it's always about, but yeah, this th- is good, but we've got more. I think, though, like, at the time, it felt weird. Yeah. But I, I look back on this one now, and I don't think it's a weird one. Maybe no. it's more because of the context of the album, I think. But maybe, what was the first single from, well, People, for example. Yeah. That's the weird one. Yeah, yeah. And then... Even like "Give Yourself a Try" isn't yeah like it's a really good song, but maybe you wouldn't you'd maybe you'd, if you maybe more traditional band or method of release maybe that wouldn't be the first one no maybe probably love it if we made it would probably be the first one or something or even um, what's it called it's not living yeah probably that's I think that's your lead single yeah it, traditionally yeah yeah um, but yeah so I, I you know was concerned been selling this band for a long time and i was like yeah like i said medicine was just like what but all right it's not on the album it's something different and then this was like oh come on what is it so yeah you you know they didn't deliver us the sound right away but knowing what it is now it does it sits apart in the way that people sits apart you know they're not a a screamo band but that that song was there and i think it does it does sit on its own a little bit but I like it. Oh, now we're more like obviously used to it. Um, how do you feel about it in terms of like the context of the, the whole album, how good the song is? I actually think it's one of the weakest songs on the album. Do you? I yeah. disagree with that wholeheartedly. I, w- I, like, I, I wouldn't skip it, but I would happily start the album Beyond Love Me. Is it? Uh, it, after, it yeah, it yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, so the other day in the gym... I thought, I want to listen to this album. Started it on it. Oh, I can skip. Did you really? Yeah, I can skip Love Me. I I think it's one of the best. Yeah. I think, I said it last week, I think it's probably going to be one of my top, top ten of all time. Um, I, 95 songs. I think it's phenomenal. I think it's... I, I like it more now than I ever have. Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. Like, so it's definitely like growing on me over time. Um, and I like it for what it is, but... Yeah, you know, growing on you like a genital wart. <laughs> it'll be um, this is it's not up there for me just because it's, it's a good song, but it's not it's not that nineteen seventy five sound, is it? Do you know what I mean? no, no, I agree. But it, I do. I mean, it's almost jumping into the loops, but I I, I I like the message of the song is like got famous. Yeah. It, Got Famous hears a song about it. Yeah. Which is like a cool way to start. It's the start of the next chapter, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It definitely. sets the context for the whole album, really. It's like, I would... You... We said last week that, like, the album was big, pink and ostentatious. Like, they were the words we used. Yeah. And... That's cool. I'm sure that's a, a bar on Canal Street. <laughs> um... And yeah, I, I, I remember that because I've listened back to it <laughs> twice. Um, and I think like this song just sums up that description of it perfectly. Yeah. Like the guitar is just so in your face at the start. Yeah. Like obnoxiously like, and that synth line is so good underneath. Yeah. And also I think the strongest, arguably the city, 
But I think the strongest opening to a live set go is this song. I still like the dance that he does. Yeah, <laughs> it, kills <laughs> it kills me off. That is strange. Uh, what are they opening with at the moment? It gives it an Eddie, doesn't it? Yeah. It does give it an Eddie, right? What are they opening with? People, oh, of course it is, yeah. Mm. Get yeah. out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's good, it's good. For me, you just, you just have to open with the city. Again, it's not my band, not my art, but please open with the city. That's, all, that's just, for me, the opener. <laughs> sort of our band, though, in some ways. Well, yeah. We said that, like, the... There was a lot more instrumentally, um, sorry, electronically led songs on this album. Mm. I think the production on the last album was a little more understated than this one, maybe. Whereas yeah. this is just so in your face. Yeah, yeah, like you couldn't. Your average high school band playing at the local working man's club could not recreate the sound yeah. of this album, whereas they could do the city. Yeah. Well, one drum mic. Yeah. Um, I could think do as, sex. I think as well. <laughs> could do sex. Could do girls. Uh, <laughs> I think it's an interesting choice to open the album with essentially a guitar riff, mm. given that this is the only album with guitar solos. Interesting that, what do you define as a riff, though? I would say something that you immediately... Because when you think when I think of chocolate... Mm. I don't think immediately that's such a guitar sound. No. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Because, like, the... Oh, no, that's pressure. Yeah, but even even that... <laughs> obviously a guitar. Hand noise. Yeah, just hand noise, yeah. But maybe it's, like, because that's there, but that's not the main focus of the song, for example. <laughs> yeah. The, kid, I mean? the kids aren't all right by the offspring. That's a guitar riff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a guitar riff-led song. Where this immediately starts, but then it it was the synth line. Is that the main riff of the song? Uh, yeah. yeah. The synth line pisses me off, to be honest. Does it? Yeah, oh, yeah, I wish it was. I think it'd be a better song for it if it was gone. Oh, that's interesting. Um, and then just, obviously, Big Ross but the bass is so good on this. Yeah, it's all about that, it, isn't it? It's just that perfect 80s funky, like... Yeah. It, it, you could probably say it's better off for... Noises. If you want to be on the podcast, they're the reactions that we need. <laughs> I like the male Cardi B. <laughs> Someone needs to put my noises to a Star Wars uh, track. To a Star War. Yeah, to a Star War. A war in the sky. Um, sky. You could probably say this about all four members, but Ross never puts a, a note wrong, does he? No, He's just so good. Yeah, I like the idea of, like, maybe Matt and Han playing, like, you know, that um, call and response sort of riff. Yeah. And then him just going, I'll probably do something like this. And then you go, well, that's the song sorted then. Yeah. Like, do, do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's <laughs> such a big part to it, isn't it? It's not like, just follow what we're doing. No, it's not. I mean? it's, it's, a completely different, it's a completely different thing. So they went, they're obviously well-versed in music, but they went recreating that 80s sound. Have you heard of a gated reverb on it, like a gated snare? Have you heard this? No. So basically, it's this real, it's the synth, no, sorry, it's the snare drum sound from like the 80s that was all over the 80s, mm. uh, which was accidentally, I think Phil Collins might have been. Uncle Phil. Mess, Uncle Phil messing about and came up with this thing where basically the tail of the snare is like cut off. Oh, it's like okay. reverbs a little bit and then it's just cut off immediately, like a noise gate. Yeah. Um, 
and that sound that's the snare drum sound that's used in this oh. so that was all over um, songs in the 80s it'd be like the equivalent of you know like really modern songs where you get the kind of like there's familiar samples in like pop songs yeah there that might is, just be like a really affected vocal stab or something like that yeah it's like that but loads of loads of bands use like this like gated snare gated reverb on this snare and it's in Love Me which I think is like the fact that they're aware of that yeah and like going into that is so good there's a a sample that Kid Rain uh, Niall Horan and Tom Grenov yeah I'll use yeah yeah slow hands yeah, yeah. So good. Best example of it is, I think, in The Air Tonight by Phil Collins. Obviously, the latter half. There's a real clear gate, like... <laughs> After the monkey comes in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you explain that to international <laughs> listeners? Google gorilla Cad- in The Air Tonight. Cadbury's. <laughs> um... Yeah, there's, it's, you can really clearly hear the gates in it, where it's just like a stab almost. But I, I think it's like super interesting that they, they included that on Love Me in 2016. I 2015. The, the guitar riff's pretty, it's just, it's pretty iconic, isn't it? Like, there aren't many 1975 songs where we could do what we did there. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. The, with the, when we, we can't so help but do it all the time. Do you know what I mean? So it is, it, it gets in your head that little bit, doesn't it? And it's yeah. cool. I um I think it's really interesting, like the fact that it's real hard panned left to right. Yeah, I know obviously like panning is like a big thing in music anyway, but I just think it's like that to me. That's like an that's more of the over the top production, which I think this song needed as well. Yeah, mm. it's a bit of a cliche. Yeah, like, I think, oh yeah. yeah. So like in the in the eighties, like it was. Yeah. Ooh, two speakers. Well, the, <laughs> turn this. Uh, Full? Yeah. Full? yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Turn oh, that oh, brilliance oh. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Up. Betty, have an up, 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 up. <laughs> I think you see these, bro. You're skipping. Yeah. Um, how, many and... se- how many seconds on it, Shock? You got, lad? I want 24 seconds on it, Shock. I don't even know what that is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Age just out of the three. <laughs> your um, Sony CD Walkman oh yeah Walkmans were rated in seconds of anti-shock right so you needed more so that, that I think it like pre-loaded the, C- the CD so many seconds in advance uh, so that when yeah. you were running or whatever or doing did people used to run with those CD things no they couldn't have done do you not reckon um, but when, when you were walking then with it in your pocket yeah the um, it's it skip less the more anti shock you had. Right, I see. That's crazy that we want. I, I had one. I had a, yeah, I yeah, had a Panasonic one. That's that's Sony the circular shaped Sony one. That's what I like had. Silver. They, that was like the standard, wasn't it? Yeah, that's, yeah. What I had, yeah. Like, that's what you wanted for Christmas, and your mum's bought you this fucking Alba, fucking blue one. Like, <laughs> mum, yeah. a fucking Alba. <sighs> Jesus, got five seconds anti shock. I, I had one, but I maybe might not have been well up enough to know what anti-shock was. Well, you, if you had the Sony one, you'd probably all right. You never, well, you, know, you were just sliding the little silver thing off to pop it up. And oh yeah, Tracy's must have sorted it. Yeah, yeah. She knew. She must have known. Yeah, yeah. My brother had one. The aforementioned Tom Collins. He had a Sony one. I had a Panasonic. Got it. I know. Panasonic's decent. Mate. Yeah, yeah. I had a good anti-shock to be fair. Well, I actually had better anti-shock than the Sony one. 
<laughs> everything, everything that I've just learned is already being questioned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't believe they're a thing. Like, I'm guessing people just used to take them on the bus and the train with them. Yeah. I used to take a school, yeah. I used... We used to walk to school with, like, one earphone like... Yeah, with, yeah. A, with a CD one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What, what year was this? I've only ever walked to school with an iPod. I... <laughs> Well, I had I had one in year seven, and that was two thousand and four. I got an iPod when I was fourteen. We arranged a gig at the rowing club in Nusselborough, and we charged everybody five pounds. Paid the bands. I was. Nice. Uh, I went to that from and the Tom Fury. And uh, no, none of these bands were getting paid gigs. Me and Caroline arranged it, and everyone got drunk, even though everyone was underage. Yeah, I remember getting drunk. And. Um, um, then police, please. Yep. Some um, some chavs came, of course, because the, the moshers were having good clean fun. Uh, where am I going with this? The profits. We made a profit, guys. Well done. You know what I mean? It's not, nice. it's not a dirty word. And with with said profits, I bought an iPod Mini. So that's that's when I got my Mini, first iPod. The screen. Screen. Was it an iPod Mini? Was the, the iPod Mini? So it was black and white screen. Did did different colours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Click wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that was my first iPod. My first one was a shuffle. Yeah, but it was the long shuffle. Right. Oh yeah. With was that the first shuffle then? Yeah, yeah. yeah the first shuffle where the um had the USB in the so it was it was basically a USB stick. Yeah. So yeah. you took the end off and it revealed the USB cap and you put that in. Yeah. I think it maxed at about 120 songs. I know, but it's that's insane, isn't it? Yeah. Like that. So then, that was it. Yeah. When I was on the go, I you could listen to 120 songs. Not no CDs required. No big upgrade from 12 on a CD. <laughs> but at the time, I was like, CDs. Well, I used to, we used, yeah, we used to burn CDs like with loads of songs on them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, up to like 80 minutes. Couldn't you want a yeah, CD? Yeah. So, mm. oh man, you guys are dropping some hot content. Yes. The music video. <gasps> Yeah, yeah, it's good video. It kind of reminds me, and this is a, a, a vague one, of the Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band album cover. <laughs> Just because it's a little, got... little known um, album from the Beatles. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not one. Of, it's not really one of the big ones from a big band, you know. But <laughs> so if you know, check it out, people. Oh, oh. That's my dishwasher. <laughs> We're on location. Yeah, um, we are. Cassidy Collins. I wonder, imagine the board meeting where they decided how many bleeps. Like, two's probably... Two <laughs> Six bleeps! Anyway, yeah, so this kid's got all the cardboard cutouts of famous people. Yeah. Matty's Michael Jordan. First, I think, foray into wearing makeup and, you know, exploring mm, yeah. his androgynous wokeness. It's very glam, the video. Um, so a press release at the time of the video described it as... Post-ironic, self-indulgent performance parodies rock and roll in the digital age and his self-constructed mythology of the iPhone generation. Copy and paste that, lad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't have said that was a press release. <laughs> but it's, yeah, that, I mean, that is extravagant, isn't it? And I think it's a sick video and it's definitely the most performed one, I mm. would say, at mm. this point. How much do you think the budget was? Well, I don't know if it, it'd be massive. It's quite lo-fi, isn't it? I was going to say yeah. that. Mm. I don't think it'd be massive. Um, it's a similar vibe in terms of the production style, I think, to Girls. Yeah, yeah. 
kind of like polished. Probably it's polished and then they got the result they wanted, but they it doesn't look polished. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, I, I love it. Diane Martel was the director who is... Um, God, she's done loads of music videos. Christina Aguilera, <laughs> N.E.R.D., Prodigy, Avril Lavigne. Jennifer Lopez. So she stopped doing videos in the early 2000s. I'm scrolling through. <laughs> the, she did Read My Mind by The Killers. She did Men's Knees by The Crips. Oh, cool. Another iconic riff. That is, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Britney Spears. I think iconic riffs. Minjaj. Who? Nicki Minaj. Pink, Miley Cyrus. We can't stop by Miley Cyrus. Now, what a video that is. Yeah. Now, that is great. Uh, then she did this Charlie XCX she did Give Yourself a Try for that as well uh, did she do Boys by Charlie XCX uh, no she did not oh, that's a good that's a good video that. that's a good song it is yeah I was busy thinking about boys <laughs> that was such a great sample yeah oh yeah and that was a good impression I uh, I, I love this music video I, I have to put some serious thought into it but could be up there with maybe their best the uh, Carbo cutouts, Ed Sheeran, Harry Styles, uh, Mr. Bean is one of them, which oh, is nice. amazing. Rita Ora, uh, a young Miley Cyrus, it looks like. Nice. What, like off of Hannah Montana or? Even younger, I think. I think that's Miley Cyrus. <laughs> they managed to get about the 12 week scan off Billy Ray. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just think it's mint. Matty's hair, I was convinced was a perm at the time, but you've convinced me otherwise. Have I? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, I yeah thought, it's not a perm. I thought it was a perm, but you said it wasn't. Uh, I just think it's so good. And it's just so like this album, isn't it? Uh, they all look sick as well. I think it's a really good look for all of them. Yeah. If I was like, I, I imagine Adam Han hadn't experimented with putting makeup on before. Oh, but yeah. he looks great with eyeliner on. It's such, yeah. a, it's such it an improvement. Cool, I it? think he should do it. And he looked, he handled really good when he bleached his hair. Was it for this album or the next one? I next think it was the next one. The next one yeah. And he had like like white hair. He looked so cool. Mm. Copied me, didn't he? He did. Well, yeah. I copied you as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, who else is there? So bleached my hair. Elvis. In a corporate environment. James Dean. What? Elvis and, Elvis and James Dean are in the background as well. Oh, right. I thought you were a bit of people bleached their hair. I was like, no, I don't think Elvis did. Yeah, I, I think it's just so good. And I love that... It's like... This is the sort of... Because we said as well with the music being massive. Yeah. And it's like, this is what we've done with the money. And it's... Because of the success of the first album, it's like, well, this is what we can do with our music videos. We can do something so, like, over the top. Mm-hmm. And so, and I think it's a bold move as well, to be honest, to go maybe a little experimental with the second album. Yeah. Because not obviously, they were never going to do the same thing twice. But I think they could have done... I would have accepted that, though. Well, yeah, well, you'd have accepted that every release since, <laughs> since then. But I think, I think it's bold that they, they felt the need that they should do something like this. Which I think is a really good sort of... Um, I think it's in between safe and being... Too wacky. Too wacky for their own good. <laughs> yeah. It works. Like wacky races. Like wacky races. I used to love wacky races. So did I. Right, oh. so move on to lyrics then. Oh. 
We've got a guest feature for the people outside of Matt's house. In fact, before we get on to lyrics, let's do a feature. What feature do? Well, why don't we do George Daniels' last scene? George Daniels' last scene. Everybody was Thursday. Thursday at one minute to six, seventeen fifty-nine. Who may be? Me- who may? He had been messaging at that time. George, we don't know. George, George isn't is an iMessage guy. He is, yeah. he is. You get, he's always getting dragged back to it, though, isn't he? No one's who's WhatsApping George. George has got one okay. mate who's on WhatsApp. That's what yeah. I'm saying. It'll be Adam. He looks like an Android guy to me. <laughs> Hashtag custom roms. Come on, yeah. mate. Right, lyrics. Um, what's the message? <laughs> I think the messages were famous now. I was searching before for a picture um, and I found one example of it, but the, um, I mean, I'm just jumping in. But there's multiple references to reading about yourself on a plane, mm-hmm. fame for a change. Yep. I think he does it twice, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, I've always linked that to when they first went on the private jet, right? Yeah. And they... The mask of cool slipped. They all posted pictures of them getting on this private jet because it must have been a fucking crazy moment. Oh yeah! yeah. And I've just looked through Matt's and the 1975s <laughs> as a you know the band Instagram, and neither of them are. Of the picture's not there, but it is on hands. Oh, nice! So that this is the 12th of July, 2014. So yeah. I just think that's such a like a mad moment. And would give it time to inspire the song, you know, by October. Yeah. 15, right? That will be the play, October 15. Yeah, maybe. yeah. So, yeah. I, I think that's what I've always imagined as soon as, like, I heard that lyric. I was like, fuck, yeah. That time. Yeah, yeah. But that's, like, I'm not surprised that's the people, because, like, what, two years prior to that, the plane at Sound Control in front of you two. Yeah, yeah. And then Just two years, us two. Two years later, they're on a, they're on a plane. Same. What a shame. But basically, genius. Yeah, so Matty my, my said that in an interview, he said it was about a lack of self-awareness. The way I address our fans is by giving them the benefit of doubt and assuming that they're in on the joke. I'm making an observation on the glaringly obvious superficial elements that surround my life and the culture that I feed into. That could also be a lyric on this album. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, it is about that fame and it's about like... It's, it's about fame, but at the same time, it's about noticing fame, I think. Yeah, yeah, being self-aware of it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, and we know that he's, like, self-aware in lyrics, but I I like that it's... I like that... Oh, do you know what? When you highlight the text as well, it's pink as well. I love that genius. Well done. Um, you know that, you know, reading about yourself on a plane, fame, also David Bowie fame, like... Yeah. Fame. Um... I'm just with my friends online. What do you think the reason is for the private jet? Is it just convenience? Like, if they could just get standard plane somewhere. Convenience, time. Yeah. Yeah, it was festival season. They were, ah, they were, so they they were flying to... out to play B for Rocks. Ah, they need to be somewhere. I think, I think it's if the fee stacks up as well. Yeah, well, we, yeah. We, can, we can play your show, but you'll have to find a way to get us there. Yeah. Uh, especially in festival season. If they're doing a gig in one place one day and then the next day they're in Ibiza, for example. Yeah. Mm. I think because they do use even as recently as like the last tours they've been on co- commercial, haven't they? Yeah, commercial airlines. 
Good night, Fred Allen. It's a commercial Do you reckon they ever have like a moment where someone goes, Excuse me? And they're like, <laughs> Doing that with their uh, metaphorical tie, like, yeah, they've spotted me, they know I'm famous. Am I going the right way? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you move? I need to pass. Do you want? I would say that the. I think this is another one of those songs where, like, it is the entire thing isn't the perfect narrative. I think there's lots of individually great lines chucked in. Yeah. And it's the more pop lyrics. It's from the notebook. It is. I think it's just, I think it's observations he's made about yeah. the yeah. new fame. Or maybe things that he's wrote down at the time. And he's put them all in a, like a song. For me, the standout line is, you look famous, let's be friends. Oh, yeah. I do, I just, yeah, I just like the, I, in my head, they like took it off someone's court or something like, excuse me, excuse me, you, you look famous, let's be friends. I think it'd be a difficult, at the time though, I think it'd be difficult to know where to place themselves because who are the contemporaries at that moment, you know? Yeah, yeah, they're kind of in that in-between, aren't they? Yeah. I imagine them at a really like, a, a proper, what's the word I'm looking for? A party with lots of very famous people. A-list party, something like that. I'll, I'll just stood in the corner with the with the, with the drinks up, up at the face. It's like, uh, 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 Taylor, Taylor Swift over there. But at the same time, though, Taylor Swift was knocking in that 1975 show. She, she was, yeah. She wanted a, some D off Maddie. Yeah, I mean, there's great there's great lines in this. The, the plain line. I think it's interesting, though, like, hey, would you like to go outside sometimes? I'm just with my friends online. Yeah. That's probably a reference to people just sticking, you know, there's people just so addicted to the internet. But do you not the think internet. It's, a bit, it's a bit of an outlier in this song, though? Yeah, it doesn't really fit, does it? Like, if that was the... That, that line is very much more of a third album line, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um... Although it says here that they may be pointing fingers at themselves because they are among the most followed bands on Tumblr. Wow, that date, that comment. Yeah. Um, but may, may, that might be a reference as well to the fact that the whole colour scheme and the aesthetic of the album was kind of inspired by fan edits online. Yeah. You know? mm. And it might be as well, it might be, you know, them getting this like international coverage, people writing about them. Maybe it's the fact that they couldn't stop looking at people, stuff that people were writing about them. I imagine that's addictive. At first, I think you'll probably get to a point where you're like, not yeah. asked anymore. Yeah, but... yeah. <sighs> it's like YouTubers always say, like, the worst thing you can do is read the YouTube comments. Yeah, it, particularly with your second album, because we all know there's a lot of pressure with the second album, so... Oh, yeah. Oh, no, this this stage, they'd be reading the reviews of the first album, wouldn't they? So mm. ignore me on that comment, but still, I feel like when you've reached that point where you're big enough... And famous enough where people are wanting to put their opinions about you down in writing, you're going to want to read them. I think as well, people had a lot to say about them too. Yeah. Um, I remember following someone, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast before, I remember following someone on Twitter who started a death hoax about my Jim Ritani at the time. No, I don't think so. He probably did. It was the weirdest thing ever, remember. yeah, yeah. I think he even, Denise even commented on it actually at the end. But it was so weird, the fact that people were doing that sort of stuff. Um, I, f- I found a really strange annotation on Genius about the, and a bag of bash for passion. 
Marijuana is considered an aphrodisiac. <laughs> is it? Well, it's not about Basque, it's Coke, isn't it? Uh, no, it's, it's uh, marijuana. I've never heard Bash. I think somebody does. I think Bash is Coke. Urban well, Dictionary. On these annotations, it says right. very strong marijuana. So, my initial thought would have been it's Coke, but this says. Fuck that. Let's check. Let, yeah, let's check the authority that is Urban Dictionary. But if it is about marijuana, I don't know anyone that thinks marijuana is an aphrodisiac. It just makes you sleepy. Amazing news, you can't be arsed shagging. I was going to say, but are any drugs particular effort, any... Um, Coke, MDMA can't... makes you love each other, but not in a sex way. way. You just want to hug not, and kiss. not an aphrodisiac, is it? No, no. What people call it? What's the line from her? Yeah, yeah. I don't have the capacity for fucking your men to be helping, helping me. me. That's yeah. it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, I don't know, like, recreational drugs like that. No, no, the, the, the song Soft by Kings of Leon is about having too much coke and you can't get an erection. Wow. Um, also, you just can't come. I think it's like a super interesting line in this. The thing, like when you get to the chorus, it's literally just, and love me. Yeah. Oh. If that's what oh. you want to do. But it's just great, it's great lyrical phrasing, isn't it? Yeah. And it works so well with the guitar line that's going on in the, they love me and the do, 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 do. Like yeah. it works so well with that, and we said on things like, oh god, was it heart out? Where it's almost a call and response between the vocal that's being sung and then the music that comes after it. Yeah, because it's not just like line one of chorus, line two. They've got that interplay between the two of them as well. Would you say it's interpolation? I wouldn't know because that isn't the definition of that. But it's interplayation. It is interplay interplay nation. Uh, I really like the line that we've just come to represent a decline in the standards of what we accept. Yes, that is. That's the standard brilliant. line for me, because it's like that could that could mean so much. Like that could be a you know it could be a comment on what the state of music was like in that time. Because you always hear the thing about oh, it's not as good as it used to be. Well, I you know I think that will be a direct reference to reading about themselves on said yeah. plane. Ah, where it's like someone, ripped on. Yeah, 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 someone's written that they yeah. represent the declining standards of what people accept now. Yeah. That's, that's, that's probably it. Well, I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. Mm. I, I was going to argue that the end of 2015 was a great time for music because Justin Bieber started releasing all these bangers. Baby, baby. Oh, no, that's not a banger. Whoa, it is. It's just before. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, what do you mean, all them? That was 2015. What about... That other one. Love you know the one. Yeah, that's the one. Co-written by Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Best song you've ever written. I think it's always interesting the fact that they opened the album with a song which is about fame. No, it's like almost like here's what we've been up to. Yeah. The gap is like the gap is this is this is our lives now. Yeah. <laughs> Kiss go on your bike. How you getting on me alive? <laughs> yeah. It's a bit far removed from that. Have we got anything else to say about the lyrics? I just agree with you. You see, I think it's a great way to start it, and it's very like self-aware. Like, yeah, things are a bit different now. Here's what we're doing with that. It's just solid, I think. I don't know. There's not that much that's too noteworthy about it. No, I agree. But it's it doesn't excite me. I couldn't. I don't feel like it's, it's gonna. I, I sort of give it the nod. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, nah, Approved. It probably gets me. It really gets me going in this song. It's provocative. 
No one knows what it means. Um, like, yeah, live, I just love it as well. I, th- I think it's the strongest. I think it's the strongest opener live. Um, After the city. Maybe on par, you know. To, for, it's all about the city for me. As much as I love the city, maybe on par because I just love this song. I just think it's the per- it's the perfect opener. It really is. Um, it's the perfect opener in sort of you know just telling you this is what we're about now for the next duration of this album cycle. <laughs> yeah, just just mint great stuff. Right, should we go around and just give like a final thoughts on the song? Final thoughts, yeah. Like Jerry Springer. Yeah. Like final thoughts. Who's beginning? You can. Um, I've not got a great deal to say about it, to be honest. I think Dan sums it up well. It's solid. Um, it's, it doesn't set the it doesn't set my world alight. It's all right. Yeah, for me, like he has. It, it's grown on me now that it's not. Now that I'm not looking for it to mean like I'll give a signal to what the rest of the album's going to be like. Yeah. I'm sort of over that like disappointment, and I do. I like it more and more. Like I would, I would never skip this song. But it's, yeah, mm. I think I, I can't see. I also would never go in and, and choose to listen to it specifically. I don't think. No, I wouldn't. Um, I would. And yes, you would. And do. I think it's brilliant. I think it's. I think it's a phenomenal song. Um, I think my vocal performance is really good on this as well. Um, I think it's. Yeah, the production is so good. It's so over the top, but it needs it. Yeah, um, it's great live. I just think it's a great tune. It's really catchy, and there's like, it's one of those where it's like, like the phrasing on the various lyrics. I think he's really clever and memorable. They've done the thing as well where it's like, the second verse and the first verse isn't the same. That swapped around. That's yeah. a staple of the 1975. Uh, guitar solo in it as well. <laughs> first guitar solo we've heard by the 1975 so I, th- I just think it's yeah I just think it's great it's just so and I think it really just get me going in the song like I really really gets me in the mood track one done fair oh we're in it now aren't we yeah I can't wait for the sound though oh <gasps> yeah oh next week as well yeah I feel like we probably need to start that one two hours earlier because we're going to go mad. <laughs> we'll, we'll write off a full weekend, just say... Uh, that big one for you. <clears throat> should yeah. partake in what the song's about. That's yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> so what you're saying is that that episode won't be exactly three minutes long. <laughs> no. Um, oh, I can't... This, oh, this album's so good, isn't it? We've got... And the thing is, it's like, for the next five or six weeks, there's no... No let up. There's no let up. It's just everyone. It's just oh, so good. What have we got next? So, uh, and then what is it? Change your heart. Oh. And then she's American. Thank you for everyone for listening to the show. Um, we need to do the call of action. We always forget this. Hit subscribe. If your podcast provider does provide the facility to rate your podcast, drop us that five stars, and even a nice review. Yeah. We should do that thing that purge anyone, yourself. Anyone who uh, <laughs> purge yourself. <laughs> Anyone who leaves us a Apple Podcast review, we're going to read it on the show now because that's a thing that people do. 
So I'm gonna look, I'm gonna go on it and I'm gonna look at who's uh, finding those letters. I think you'll find that I have. <laughs> <laughs> Very good review. Love the 995. Love the pod. Keep it up, guys. That is from my Matthew Carlin. So thank you, Matthew, for your uh, kind words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like seriously, you know, those ratings and those subscriptions really do sort of like help the show, like to grow in all kinds. So you can find the show at the 975 Pod on Twitter and Instagram. So it's your Pause It, Play it Pod on Facebook, or if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at pauseitplayerpod at gmail.com. My Instagram and Twitter is Josh William Without the Vowels. Or is it Joshua William Without the Vowels? <laughs> That's funny because it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> Are you right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so my Twitter and Instagram handles are Junior Spelt <laughs> This is even slower than it usually is You can't rush these things You can't rush these things It took our lord Seven Six days To build Heaven and earth On the seventh day He created Manchester Yeah he did He had a wank um, which he probably did because he, he had a rest on Sunday, didn't he? Like Craig Davis. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, oh my God. he probably you know he probably didn't set an alarm, <laughs> woke up under his own steam, knocked one out, which I, I imagine you know probably made quite the mess in comparison to if I was to do it. Um, so yeah, my handle is Junior, spelled J-E-W-K-N-W-O-R. If you are a member of NATO, that is Juliet, Echo, Whiskey, Kilo, November, Echo, Echo, Oscar, Romeo, Jew, like the follower of the Jewish religion, knee, like the bend in your leg, or as in either or. Do you reckon anyone that was just like kind of listening then, and then when you, when you remember NATO, someone was like, oh, this relates to me? I hope so, yeah. That could be, you know, anyone within the North Atlantic countries. Well, if you are in the North Atlantic countries. Yeah, Canada, America, even Iceland. Despite not having an armed force, which is a key part of being a member of NATO, Iceland are part of NATO. You're just stuck in there? <laughs> yeah. So they just get free protection? Yeah, yeah, I think, I think Donald Trump is probably seething. Like that, ain't it? They must have just had some, something on some. doesn't one. know about that. Nah. He's got no idea. Does Trump even know what NATO is? Does Trump even know that Iceland exists? <laughs> Probably not. He does like to get 24 f- fish fingers for 90p, <laughs> though. I could go down the Caracatona. Yeah. Dan, do you want to address your stance on social media? Yeah, you can just get me here every single week. So the hundred means Dan doesn't have it. I'd be on Snapchat at I'm too old for that shit. You don't have <laughs> do you have Snapchat? I have it, but I don't use it. I'd be on WeChat. I've got Discord, should we make our own Discord? Get our private Discord server, so she's got um add us on Why don't we have a Patreon? Kyle and give us a quid a month. That's a good part of <laughs> We should. Well, the thing is, though, if you're a Patreon, we've got to produce additional content. Nah, it's just, it's just nice. You can speak to me on Patreon. We don't have Patreon. <laughs> oh no, we're angry because no social. So our Patreon <laughs> exclusive is the chance to die. <laughs> <laughs> you say that's not worth it. 
<laughs> Come on. Give us your money. Imagine you just like in all the world saying like, oh, Dan, let me get you, let me get your social media. Oh, I'm just on Patreon, mate. Unfortunately, <laughs> if you want to chat to me up there, it's been the paywall. Basically, I'm on OnlyFans. Which is cool. That's that's cool. Next week, Dan goes, yeah, and you can find me on OnlyFans. OnlyFans, I watched a promotional video for OnlyFans and it did not mention taking your clothes off or being female. It's like any anything. I've seen someone who is using OnlyFans for as a Patreon, like genuinely. Yeah. So she was doing like sort of recipe videos on there and stuff. Oh god. And it's like, oh I'm using this because it's easier than Patreon. Well. I just can't even. That's that then. That's that then so the dog. <laughs> Um, that's the show. <laughs> it's collapsed at the end. <laughs> sorry about, sorry about me. <laughs> sorry about <laughs> <laughs> Oh, brilliant! Do you know what we never do? We never be like, what are you doing this weekend? Don't you go out? Going out, I've got to pass out, mate. Do the boys, Major. You're going out. Yeah. You're going, you're going town. You're working. You'll be in town four hours after we leave. Yeah, you will. I'll be, as- I'll be asleep. You going to no, no. Uh, we're going to we're, well, Yeah, we're, we're from a small town, so to us, town is Rochdale. Yeah. If, you, if you're cool like Gemma, who's from Salford, town is Manchester. Drunk! Our girlfriend's out there, so we can do it. Our girlfriend's here, I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> what did I refer to Gemma as the other week? <laughs> Full time or. Uh, yeah, steady! Yeah! <laughs> that was. <laughs> steady! I've got a steady girl in Kate. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah, because it's about that time I realized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm so glad that I, I've, I've just realized I do posh noise by accident, which makes me posh. <laughs> That makes me, that makes, despite this accent being from Rochdale, it makes me posh because I do posh noise. <laughs> yeah! Oh, God. And you went um, Cambodia to find yourself? Yes, I did. And uh, I used to go shooting. I used to be a shotgun owner. That makes me posh. That was posh, guys. Mm. Yeah. Well, just such as posh code, it's not really posh. Mm. Went to school with uh, Boris Johnson. Does that, does that make me posh? Been to Eton. Does that make me posh? I um I have a friend that was uh, expelled from Eton because he got in a fight in a cricket match. So if that's not the poshest thing you've ever heard, then <laughs> I don't know what um, Right, let's finish the show. <laughs> I think we should just finish it with my posh noise. Just fade me out. Going, there you go.